Ever dreamt of quitting your job, selling your possessions, and traveling the world? We did, and now we're making it a reality and a podcast. Welcome to Live Let Rome, a travel podcast. I'm Christy. And this is Eric. Join us on our travel adventures as we look to educate and inspire you to travel more and get the most out of each travel experience. Welcome to episode 12 of Live Let Rome. Join us as we explore two lesser known areas in the Italian mainland, Rimini and the micro country of San Marino. We're just finishing up our almost a month in Italy and this is our last stop before we head out. And I have to say I've had a great time in Italy and this was a nice treat, this last two little places we visited. Yeah, Spain and Italy has treated us very well. And from here on out, it's a whole new world we're going <laughs> to experience. So that's more to come on future episodes. Yep. Had a great time here in Rimini and can't wait to jump in. So where are we? We visited Rimini and San Marino. Rimini is located on the upper calf of the boot on the east coast of Italy. We flew in through Bologna, which is about 85 miles away. San Marino is not too far out. It's located only 40 minutes and 13 and a half miles southwest of Rimini. The population of Rimini is just around 150,000, which is comparable to the U.S. city of Pomona, California, or Springfield, Massachusetts. The zips of... Just kidding. <laughs> San Marino, on the other hand, is very small, only 34,000, which is comparable to the city of Dover, New Hampshire. We are now arriving on time in Rimini. I viaggiatori troveranno il treno Freccia Rossa 9808 di Trenitalia per Torino Porta Nuova delle ore. Ready for some quick facts? Here we go. Rimini is the birthplace of renowned film director Federico Fellini. And although Rimini has a long history linked to the Greeks and the Romans, it also has a long history of being a seaside destination. And this dates back to 1894 when the first bathing establishment was built. San Marino is the fifth smallest country in the world, third smallest in Europe, clocking in at just 23.6 square miles. San Marino is the oldest surviving sovereign state and constitutional republic in the world and was founded way back in September 3rd, 301. Long time ago. So where we stayed and for how long? We stayed less than 10 minutes north of the downtown by the beach in the Rivabella section of Rimini. We stayed for about a week and we got a great off-season price. So it was quiet and really relaxed. And to just note, this area is a high destination. So when I say we have a great price, we paid $54 a night, taxes included. Although $100 budget seems a little bit high, like I said, for a destination town, really super great price. First impressions, Eric, of the city. What did you think of Rimini when you first got there? Right, yeah, it was very chill is the word to use. I mean, it was off season, so there was less people there than, uh, certainly less people than Catania, but less people than most towns that we visited. Very tasteful, and I think the word understated is mm -hmm. the word I would use. No commercial businesses or very few commercial businesses. Everything was like mom and pop stores or mom and pop restaurants, which is great. 
And just when we arrived, we just walked down the beach and looked at the ocean and took a big, deep sigh of relaxation. Yeah, uh, it was breath. very welcoming. The minute we stepped off the train and looked at, okay, we get to spend a week here. Oh my God, we should have stayed longer. Well, yeah, but uh, we, we, it was, I think it was a right amount of time. It was a great place to see two well-known destinations. So how to get around. Rimini had great public transportation system and it was easy to navigate and very efficient. If staying near the center of town, you can reach many of the places by foot or easily by bike. Navigating from Bologna Airport to Rimini was super easy and efficient. We took two trains, the second one being a commuter rail from Bologna, and we had fantastic views of the Italian suburbs, and it was a total 180-degree turn from our time in Catania. Now, getting to San Marino is also super easy. There's a lot of signs. It makes it super easy to get there from downtown Rimini. It's only a 45-minute bus ride, and we paid only 20 euros for two people round trip. Once in San Marino, you can walk around easily. If you choose to take some public transportation, there's very limited opportunities there, so you may want to think about renting a car if that's something you want to explore outside of the city. There's also even an aerial tramway, so you can get to those lower parts of San Marino. So we're going to start with our standout moments. We're going to focus on Rimini first, and then we'll San Marino a little bit later. So my first standout moment of Rimini is Arc di Augusto. This is the entrance to the town of Rimini, and there's an ancient gate called Arc di Augusto. And the history here is very significant for the town, and walking through this gate was just a moment. Near the gate, it tells the history of the Roman times, leading all the way up to World War II. And they actually have pictures of the gate showing a disabled tank during World War II times. And it was just very unique and it was great to walk through that gate. Yeah, when I was looking up quick facts for Remini, there was a lot of great history and information through the years from ancient times. Unfortunately, it was about a lot of destruction. So there's a lot of resources that we didn't dig too much and in deep into it. But it was really cool to see that you're watching these remnants are not only the effects of time, but unfortunately, peoples and war. Yeah, so that definitely is a standout moment. And also the surrounding streets of Arc di Augusto. There's a lot of great restaurants. There's strolling musicians through there and a nice large park. We actually had a little picnic lunch looking at the Arco di Augusto and just, just really nice day there. Next standout moment would be cooking and shopping for food in Rimini, in our little apartment that we had. Our apartment, small but mighty, had a great kitchen, actually, so it was very easy to cook. It had all the utensils, things of that nature. We paid a little bit more for this apartment than others, but we made that budget back up by cooking with these fantastic Italian ingredients. You were like Remy and Ratatouille. You were like, <laughs> yes, I finally achieved this. I mean, you walk into these grocery stores and you have like 30 kinds of fresh pasta. You go to the deli counter and they have the sausages and the pesto like made for you. And tomato sauces are just so easy to cook there. Um, I actually created a new blog called Hungry While Roaming. Uh, and this is the Italy edition. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check that out. Have pictures from Rimini cooking and Sicily. In addition to the cooking and shopping and, and just enjoying the foods of Italy, the wines were another huge highlight of Rimini. I actually stumbled across a little corner store, and I think they're pretty prevalent in Italy, that had bio wines where you can fill your own wine bottle. And I tried a Sangiovese for like €2.50, and it was just fantastic. 
I remember how we stumbled upon it. I was looking for something to drink because we were walking downtown and we went into the store and I turned around and saw there was wine fill station. And I went, Eric, look. And you were like a kid in Disneyland. when the- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll see my face on this blog. I'm just smiling, filling up this bottle of wine. And the storekeeper's really friendly, letting you try different ones. And it was great. And so I had that. Also tried a unique wine for the first time. It's called Vino Frizzante. So it's a really rich red wine, but it has bubbles in it. It's fizzy type of wine, just very unique and tasty. And again, so for me, the joy of just using these ingredients and cooking and with the wine in this apartment right on the seaside, that to me is a standout moment and made us feel like at home as well while on the road. Last but not least, I would say it was our porchetta night. We did go out to eat one night. A little harder to cook porchetta in an apartment. You too intense. Too intense for that kitchen. Too intense, maybe. But we did find a restaurant right in the town of Rimini. And our last night, we had porchetta. And if you don't know what porchetta is, it's a slowly roast, roasted pork with salt and herbs, Italian style. And it's absolutely delicious. And that was a nice end to our time in Rimini. And definitely a standout moment. And don't forget dessert. Oh, yeah. So dessert, next to our apartment, maybe just 500 feet away, is a small mom-and-pop store called Crepe and Gelato. And they also make waffles there. And just really nice place. You walk in, they greet you. It's very small, maybe 10 tables. We had homemade crepes that are cooked in Grand Marnier. They serve you a digestive drink at the end of your dessert. And you had this amazing gelato. What was it called again? Oh, Amarena, which is super famous from this region. And it's basically a vanilla gelato with Amarena cherries, which are a specialty of that region. And different Amarenas will have some crunchy bits in it, depending where you're from. It was absolutely delicious. It's equivalent of almost eating a delicious cherry cheesecake. Yeah, it was fantastic. So we didn't mess with desserts cooking them we'd cook at home and then for dessert we'd go to this little cafe and for i don't know four or five euros have this nice dessert that was just tasty so just living in rimini for a week i think was the standout moment talking about all the fabulous experiences you have what did you like the best about our rimini stay and give me what you like the least so one i would say how non-touristy non-commercial rimini is and just walking around the seaside. It's just so chill and a great place to visit. It also had everything you wanted, minus the hype and the must-do sites that most cities scream at you to visit. I mean, there definitely is history there, and you can check that out in your own time, but there's no tickets, there's no pomp and circumstance around it. It's just a nice place to hang out for a week. And your least? The least is we did visit off-season, which we did save some money on our apartment, but In May and September and throughout the summer, they had this ferry that uh, went out from the lighthouse to San Giuliano Mar. That would have been something we wanted to do. We didn't have the opportunity to do that because it didn't operate in late April, so we just missed it. It would have been nice to have done that. And I would like to see Rimini again during more of a, where you can enjoy the beach a little bit more. But other than that, we still enjoyed the beach. It just wasn't a swimming season. Yeah, we stayed in, we were there in the last week of April, and it was just before the season started to open. Now, typically your on season is usually that June and heads into July. So we'd recommend May would be a fabulous time to still get some of those off season prices, but you can still have some more activities opening up. 
I'm going to talk about my standout moment. Basically, when I think of Rimini, it just was a mix of a seaside town and an Italian countryside. It was the best of both worlds. And I really loved the opportunity to unwind in a clean town that you didn't have to be on, so on guard for. You can actually let your hair down and relax a little bit. Yeah, and just to note, I don't think we saw a scooter in Rimini, or if there was a very few scooters. So. Well, there were fabulous bike lanes. That's why we say yeah. you can ride a bike there. They had their own little lanes, and they were marked off. So very it wasn't like yeah. it was somebody can come into you at that point. So that was really nice. Basically, when you get into Rimini, you want to stay here at first sight. The beaches were clean. They had nice long boardwalks. And even when you're in town, there's a cute old town with quaint little shops. And they had a food truck festival even when we were down there. So it was a lot to do. And you can see as the season opens up, it gets even more entertaining. I'm going to jump in and talk about our San Marino standout moments. Now, for me, and I'm sure for Eric too, San Marino was like another fairy tale place. I did mention the fairy tale aspect when I was talking about Segovia, Spain, and San Marino delivered as well. When you went into San Marino, it was breathtaking views everywhere you turn. It was very easy to navigate. They got their stuff together. It is made easily for tourists to come in and get some of the best sights right off the bat while still being very authentic to itself. And it's a super easy day tour remedy that you can even visit multiple times. Yeah, and San Marino, I do think is, think of it as an extension of Rimini. It's close by, it's a, like a small suburb, but you can easily reach it by the bus. And again, just can't overstate those views. Some of the best that we've seen on our trip. Yeah, so when we did San Marino, a couple things that we did. Number one, I wanted my tourist stamp. For me, that was a determination. I was super excited. So that's another standout moment. I was excited to go to this tourist office that we had to hunt down and you pay five euro for your tourist stamp, and I was super excited. Eric passed on this. He just watched me and took pictures. But One stamp was enough. One stamp was enough, but it was a high for me. Eric's standout in San Marino. I'll let him talk about. Right. So before I go to any town, I always research a few restaurants, always maybe three or four options. You know, I look at the food that I'm interested in. In this case, it was the bolognese sauce I was, I was curious in because they're so close to Bologna. Fresh pasta is a favorite in Italy, and why not? Um, so I found about four or five places, and it's hard to know which place you're going to land at because the topography of the city, sometimes you have to hike up a hill to go to a place. Oh, and... yeah. It's very zigzaggy <laughs> and hilly. You have to really kind of watch where you're going. And so I'm glad I had a few options because we uh, just eliminated two right off the bat. But the one that we landed on was just really, really tasty. We had lunch at Riverto di Lavratori which was a local trattoria kind of on a cliff. So you had this large space, but it was on the cliff, but it was locals only. There was business people there sitting, eating these huge plates of pasta on silver trays and people, everyone speaking Italian, no tourists there. It was a little hard to get to. We had to wander down the staircase to get there. Once we got there, we sat, had a great waiter, fish and service, just cutting fresh bread. We were right near the bread slicing station. It was crunchy and mm -hmm. they brought you a basket of bread right away. And then they had this special, it was like a pasta, brochettes and uh, coffee and some wine. And again, pictures on the blog on this meal, but it was a standout moment for San Marino. One of the best meals I had in Italy, I'd say it was probably one or two there. What did you think? 
I had uh, gnocchi. Yeah, gnocchi. vegetable gnocchi. gnocchi. Vegetable gnocchi with like a primavera, and it was wonderfully tender. Best thing I can talk about San Marino is how it's built. When I say that it's built on a tower and it zigzags up, this restaurant is overlooking a cliff. And in this cliff, you're watching these birds do these wonderful aerials right at the site. So you're getting the views of San Marino and the surrounding towns below you while having this fabulous meal. And it was very special experience. And I was glad that we actually navigated some hard twists and turns to get to this place. Fantastic food. Would would definitely recommend this place. All right, Christy, let's wrap this up. Would you plan to return to Rimini and San Marino? And if yes, what else would you like to do, see, or experience? Well, absolutely, I want to return at first sight. I thought so. I mean, it doesn't sound like you hated it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think part of it, what I would like to do is talk about maybe jumping the shoulder season. So maybe May or September so Mm -hmm, we can get mm -hmm. a little benefit. So September, we probably can use the beach. May, we can probably get more of those ferry rides. And I actually would be interested in staying in San Marino. If we buckle up a couple dinners at home, we can save enough and stay in San Marino. I know we've looked at it and it was a little bit on the pricier side comparatively to our budget, but I think it would be an experience I'd love to do again. Yeah, and having been to Bologna, I was also thinking Rimini might be a nice combination. The Rimini-San Marino combined with Bologna for others that are traveling to this area would be a nice combination trip. Yeah, and we didn't talk about it, but Rimini is perfectly situated. We mentioned from Bologna, but it's also some great cities in terms of the port. You can take some ferries across in the on seasons to Croatia. You can also take some commuter rails to Ravenna and even in southern Italy. So there's a lot of day trips and opportunities you can just head from Rimini. And continuing on from Rimini by train, there's a small town from Ancona, which is south of Rimini, And that's where you can catch other ferries to Croatia and other parts of Europe. So Ancona is your destination for the ferries, but Rimini is like halfway there. Wrapping it up, what have we learned today? Find a bit of home, history, and beyond in a smaller northern Italian city. You can visit the smaller picturesque cities of Italy for an affordable price. Visit on the shoulder seasons of May and September. Save money by cooking and relaxing at home. Don't forget to visit the wine filling stations for flavorful wines at rock bottom prices. Try the Amarena Gelato and visit San Marino. You will not regret either choice. Our next city or country is going to be Tirana, Albania. Remember, our goal is to educate and inspire you to take your next adventure near or far. So what are you waiting for? Thank you for tuning in to Live Let Rome. Visit our website for more to see and read at liveletrome.com. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Simply search Live Let Rome. Our podcast is free wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe. To support Live Let Rome, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Feel free to drop us an email at liveletrome at gmail.com and include your show questions, recommendations, 
or to share your travel adventures and we may feature you on an upcoming episode. So until next time, get out and roam. <laughs>